Hi, this is Greg Potters with albumreview.net, and welcome to my podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble's compilation record, The Sky is Crying, released in 1991. So there is no one, and I mean no one, who plays guitar like Stevie Ray Vaughan. The age-old argument has always been Jimmy or Stevie, right? Who do you pick? To me, there's no contest. <laughs> For others, they believe that there's a debate. Okay. So uh, for me, I, I bowed down to the first king, Mr. James Marshall, Jimi Hendrix. But on October 3rd, 1954, the second king was born in Dallas, Texas. Stevie Ray Vaughan began playing guitar at the age of seven. His older brother, Jimmy Vaughn, played a major influence on Stevie's life. Stevie wanted to be just like him. So what, what bonded these two brothers together, of course, was blues music. Most of you know what the blues is, right? Or, or at least what it represents. The blues is a musical form that was created out of the United States in the deep southern part of the country right around the time of the late 1860s. It's a it's a style that represents the true heartache and oppression that African-Americans experienced from the time that they were brought to America to become slaves through modern-day bigotry and prejudice. This, uh, this style of music influenced other music and popular culture around the world. In, uh, in 1972, Stevie dropped out of high school and moved to nearby Austin, Texas. His love for blues music drove him to begin playing clubs around the city. And by, by 1978, Stevie was well-established in the Austin music scene, forming his band Double Trouble and uh, performing at blues and jazz festivals around the country. So the very special thing about the blues is it gives musicians a license, okay? It gives them a license to get the key. The license gets them in the door, but the key is needed to open up that next room. That next room is the room of pure improvisation. Blues music is structured, very structured, in fact, to enable musicians, especially guitar players, to solo, right? In many cases, these are the greatest solos ever recorded. Blues essentially has three chords and four measures or, or bars. This structure or chord progression is simply called 12-bar blues, so if you're a musician and you know 12-bar blues, you can apply it to any song allowing you to jam with anybody else who knows it, even if you've never met. So this record, The Sky is Crying, was released on November 5th, 1991. It's a compilation record, and the album contains studio recordings uh, between the years of 1984 and 1989, and they range from up-tempo songs to gritty, dirty Texas and Delta blues. You know that blues where you just make that face? <laughs> you know that face? It's, uh, it's similar to the face you make when a bright line shines directly in your eye or you smell something awful. It's, it's an unconscious reaction to the satisfaction that comes with hitting a successful note. The, uh, the album's sound quality is also well above superb with, uh, with Tommy Shannon's bass lines just crushing your skull. Uh, Chris L Layton's drums literally forcing your legs to move, 
Reese Winans' keyboard filling in the extra sound. And of course, there is Stevie's guitar. Oh my God, Stevie's guitar. I tremble just thinking about his tone. I dare you guys to listen to this album. Listen to Stevie's Fender Stratocaster absolutely rip each song apart. So, okay, if you're pressed for time like me, like many adults these days, just fast forward to the album's fourth track, an instrumental cover of Jimi Hendrix's Little Wing. How you doing? <laughs> this recording changed the way I approach music. I basically threw my hands up and said, that's it, Stevie's the best. So more on that later. But this song just absolutely tears everything apart that we once knew as the blues and creates something new that I'd never heard before. The album starts out with Boot Hill, a two-minute, 15-second slow blues track that just warms you up. I absolutely promise you, you do not have to be a big blues fan to appreciate this album. Track two begins the madness. Stevie's voice unaccompanied pops into your ear canals. The sky is crying. He sings as his band Double Trouble joins in unison to bring you a B.B. King kind of buddy guy bluesy groove. Stevie's guitar, think of it as that problem child off by himself in the corner when you were in kindergarten. You know that one eccentric kid that will just not listen to direction and is just wreaking havoc? That is Stevie Ray Vaughan and his masterful Fender Strat. Empty Arms continues the trend. A bit faster in tempo, this track makes me picture a room full of people jumping up from their seats, grabbing their dance partner, and just letting it all out. Wham, the album's fifth track, no, not the 80s pop group, <laughs> speeds everything up again. This is a quick two-minute 27-second shot of adrenaline placed carefully on the album right after you hear Stevie absolutely destroy Little Wing. Throw this song on really quick, please. At about the 1 minute and 20 mark, Stevie just takes his instrument, reaches out of your speakers, and just smacks you in the head with his Fender guitar. Just a smack that leaves you bruised and battered. So, dirty. That is the best word that comes to mind when I listen to this album. I am not referring to foul language or inappropriate material. Don't worry, this album is kids safe. Dirty is a word that I use to sometimes describe something or someone who is incredibly talented. MJ was dirty. Big Poppy's clutch performance in the 2004 ALCS was friggin' dirty. Stevie's guitar playing is, well, all right, you get the picture. Close to You is a grooving Willie Dixon cover, this next song. Dixon Blues' style is considered Chicago blues. It's a, it's a subgenre that appeared in the 1950s as a result of the freedom and elation many Americans felt after World War II ended. This type of blues music is described as less kind of down on your luck and more, I found my soulmate and I want to sing about it. One of the other few songs written by Vaughn is So Excited. This track is a three and a half minute instrumental where once again, you hear a basic blues swing that makes you tap your foot 
in the uh, in the second frame, Stevie goes freaking berserk on his strat. So by now, if you don't have a smile on your face, well then you should take your own temperature. <laughs> I can help. I've got like 16 thermometers in my house. You can borrow one. Just uh, just bring it back. Okay. The uh, the final track on the sky is crying is a special one. So while I was deep in the grunge and post-80s metal scene of the early 1990s, I found this album, The Sky is Crying, after watching Stevie perform at Austin City Limits, which is a television program that highlights performances from the longest-running live concert TV show in the country. Hosted by PBS, um, most of these performances aired during the wee hours of the night, and this was usually when I was sitting in my basement on my gray lounge chair, miss that chair, about three feet from my TV, ready to be influenced and discover new music. On the afternoon that I bought this album, I was just mesmerized listening to it. When you, when Life by the Drop is played, I realized Stevie Ray Vaughan was not just a guy from Texas with a switchblade as a guitar, but he could also perform sweet, heartfelt music. Life by the Drop is an acoustic song written by Doyle Bramall, another Austin-area musician and former band member of Stevie's brother, Jimmy Vaughn. The track just bleeds beauty. Stevie's voice is angelic. In previous reviews, I've spoken about songs that I've heard for the first time while being half asleep. My mind is in a mental state where I am between wake and sleep. It's that middle layer. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where music is otherworldly. I tend to take vocals literally when I'm in this state. The artist's lyrics become my reality and for a short period of time, I am living their memory. It's a really, really special experience. Life by the Drop is a perfect bookend to this album or any album for that matter. At a, a quick two minute, 24 second clip, the song hits your heart where it hurts. It, it makes me think of the early 90s when I was turned on to so much new music and how overwhelming of a time it was. The reason I began this album review journey and this podcast was to share my experiences with you guys that I had during this time for anyone who wants to listen. This song also makes me think of how tragic Stevie's life ended. Like all music gods that walked the planet at one time, I feel like each one of them had to die a tragic death. So on August 27th, 1990, Stevie and members of Eric Clapton's touring group played an all-star jam session at a place called the Alpine Valley Music Theater in East Troy, Wisconsin. Late that evening, as the show ended, Stevie and four others boarded a Bell 206B helicopter to leave the venue, since there was only one road in and one road out. The helicopter crashed shortly after takeoff into a nearby skiing hill, killing all five people on board. They had only made it about three-fifths of a mile from the point of takeoff when they crashed. And I did some research on this and found that the, the FAA later determined the pilot of the helicopter learned how to fly in a fixed-wing aircraft, but never in a helicopter. 
Another tragic, tragic death taking what many called the greatest guitar player of all time. I now think a lot about Stevie's last moments on that night when I hear this song, Life by the Drop, and it practically brings me to tears, even though I never met the guy. And so the greatest guitar player debate will continue for decades. That's what makes this so fun, you guys. As I mentioned earlier, for many, there is no debate. Jimi Hendrix is the man. But I just ask you to listen to Stevie just tear apart a song, any song, and then come back and talk to me. So pick up a copy of this unbelievable album, The Sky is Crying, or listen to anything live that Stevie put out. If you're pressed for time, just check out any short compilation of live solos that Stevie has and be ready to get the dustpan and broom out because your brain is going to spill everywhere when you listen to it. There are many more of these out there too. So rest in peace, Stevie. Thank you for everything you gave us. I'm Greg Potters from albumreview.net. If you want to hear more of these podcasts or read my reviews in more detail, you can go to albumreview.net. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Take a trip down by the highway. Take a trip down by the highway. Take a trip down by the highway Take a trip down by the highway Take a trip down by my highway